Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. Last night we talked about Marlena Dietrich. (sighs) That crazy silver screen starlet who was also in films that were in color. But first and foremost, she made her start in black and white films of the 1930s. I believe she was in silent films, but I think that was in Europe. But who's counting? As we move further into the coming months, that's my plan is to just have people on to talk about Dietrich and to talk about um, films that really speak to them, whether it's in cold blood or there will be blood (laughs) that rhymed or the East of Eden rebel without a cause, the North man, anything by Ingmar Bergman. It's basically a free-for-all. So when I record on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, it's for us to unite as a film community and as a music community. That's always my promise is that this is an inclusive space and that we are safe here. And if a film is bad, I mean, it's bad. I don't think we should go any further into it. But everyone has their favorite film, and some of them are, you know, may have may have gotten really bad reviews, but it speaks to them. It reminds me of Kurt Cobain saying about songs. He says they're your soap opera. They mean something totally different to you than they do the songwriter, which is very true, very, very true. <sighs> songs, as Joni Mitchell said, are like tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. (laughs) In films, films are also imprinted on you. Whether they're good or bad, they stay with you. I've talked about my favorites on here before. I've talked about films that I force myself to watch. Because it's important to do that. Even films with very difficult subject matter, you have to watch it. Whether it's a documentary, whether it's a drama, whether it's a comedy or even a music film, something that really is outside of your comfort zone. And that's always essential to do, is to go outside your comfort zone. Go outside the box, you know. There are certain comedians that I wouldn't particularly listen to, but I'll listen to them. I'll give them a try. Because, you know, I mean, I've talked about the fact I'm not a big Jeff Jeff Dunham fan. I'm really not. I didn't get it when my friend showed it to me. But hey, that's... And they had invited me. And then... They disinvited me. I guess they figured out I didn't like him. (laughs) Which is fine. Which is fine. I think because also COVID. You know, COVID canceled, rescheduled. So yeah. I was like, okay. That's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. But when it comes to films and when it comes to concerts, you know, I'm all ears. And in September, I'm the concert the concert train is revving up. It's revving up and I'm ready and I'm excited. First, it's I think gonna start with um Joan Jett, Def Leppard, Montley Crew, and um Poison, not a big fan. 
I'm really going for Joan Jett. I love Joan Jett. She is amazing. She is just amazing. One of my absolute favorites. Uh, and that's that's why we do what we do. It's a it's a human experience experience. Now, yes, I know. I've complained on here about the people who get up and get a drink. There's a reason behind that because, and I understand it's a social event. And it's funny when they miss part of the show because they're just getting a drink. <laughs> but then they have to get another drink and then they have to go to the bathroom. And it's kind of like, hmm. Okay. All right. Fascinating. I go to the bathroom right before the opening act. That's just me. That's just me. Um, yeah. And, and that's what we do as people. We watch these performers. We enjoy them. They speak to us. And it's a magical thing. That's why I love going to a concert. Also, I don't want to be near those people on the road. Because some of you cannot hold your liquor. And, you know, you're, I mean, that's, that's just my opinion. But, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. <laughs> and that's where we get to the really good films. The really good films that really knock you upside your head. Like a Stanley Kubrick film. Or, um, he's on the tip of my tongue right now. Um, Direct to the Devils, Ken Russell. Many of his films are very wild. They're very, very wild. And then, of course, Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is very long. And that's not why. I don't have really an issue with it. But then they come out with so many different versions. It's like, okay, which one is the definitive version? And then you have to watch all of them. <sighs> I'm not jumping on the Game of Thrones train. I'm trying to. I've only watched two episodes. It's like, okay, they're kind of long. You know, I'm all for Westworld. I'm all for Succession. So, yeah. We all watch what we enjoy. And what we enjoy is different. It's very different. But the root of the thing, it's, it's entertainment. It's art. Whether you like it or not. We all have our favorite shows. We all have our favorite movies. And then someone shows us a movie and it just slaps us around. I used to do that with The Dreamers, directed by Bernardo Bettolucci, which came out in 2003. Nudity, sex, um, controversial things going on in the film. Michael Pitt, um, Eva Green. Yeah, it's a crazy film. But I would show it to people at parties, and they're like, "Oh my god!" It was like a tra- it was like a car crash. They just couldn't look away. They just couldn't look away, you know. And they and they'd watch it, and it's like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" <laughs> those are those are the good films. Those are the films that make people go, "Oh my god, you showed this to me. Why?" And then it stays with them. Then they want to watch it again, and then they want to borrow it and then you're like no go get your own copy because <laughs> you know if you let if you loan something to certain people you're not going to see it they're either going to forget about it or they're like oh fuck him and i have to give it back now <laughs> yeah 
and and I don't play that. I don't play that. You know, um, it is what it is with all of us. And to enjoy our films and to enjoy our music, I'm very you know now you can make copies or you can put it on a drive. I was I remember I was trying to um, put a tool show on a drive. I did, and I lent it to a friend where I was over there, and it crashed their computer. I went, oh my god, you need a new computer, but I didn't say that. And then they're like, can you just put it on a DVD? And I'm thinking, people don't do that anymore. Talk about being in the dark ages. Yeah. And I feel for them. It's like, that's a sign that it's time for you to get another computer. But you know, we are living in dark times. We are living in dire times. And that's why we have our entertainment. That's why I have, you know, you look at the depression. They had Shirley Temple to remind them that they couldn't, you know, she took away the fact that they couldn't eat or Betty Davis or Garwell or Clark Gable. And even today, you know, during COVID, if you look at it, we were all watching movies. People were on TikTok, which was a little crazy. You know, that that's always scary. Like Saturday Night Live will do the parodies of nurses on TikTok. I don't want to see that. I'm to be very honest with you. I understand. Do it on your lunch break. Don't do it in the hospital room. You know, God forbid we get a nurse who is on TikTok while you need um your medication. Then it's a whole scene from terms of endearment. And it's not pretty. And a lawsuit can ensue. So, yeah. And, hey, I'm all for fun. I'm all for fun. But don't do it on my time when it's serious. Now, I understand trying to cheer people up. And you can cheer people up without TikTok. Okay? And I and I watch TikTok every now and then. But I don't make it. Like, I'll, people will send me things and I forget. And I'm like, I'm not on here all the time because this isn't a priority to me. It isn't. I can't go live because I don't have a whole bunch of followers, which is fine by me. It's fine. I'm not like Adele, though, where she's like, I didn't like music for the TikTok crowd. Well, they're lip syncing to your songs and then they get pulled down because of copyright. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a funny universe we live in right now. I mean, I'm just reminded there are shows that I need to finish, like Bosch and what's the other one? Um, The Witcher. There's a whole shitload of shows I got to finish and books and music. And, you know, that's always my goal is to sit down and embrace and to, you know, dive in, dive into these works of art that we intended to dive into. And then we got busy. So that's what I'm going to start doing. And I'll probably podcast about it because that's what I do. The Dr. Zeus film podcast. Two years. It was two years since I rebranded it. I rebranded it just to refresh myself. It's like when you get a haircut. That's the big reset, you know, whether you get a buzz cut. I, I do want to get a buzz cut, but I don't think I can. Um. You know, that was one of the things during COVID I had no problem with. It was cutting my own hair. I got some shears. I went to town. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. You, sh- you save on shampoo, too. And conditioner. So, 
We'll see what happens. We'll see what the future brings. And that's back to films, you know. There's a lot of films that are coming out. Like, I'm looking forward to Clerks 3. Now i got to watch Clerks 2. I preferred the first Clerks. That's just me. There are certain films I've said before you should not do a sequel to. You just shouldn't. If it's Lord of the Rings, I understand. If it's The Avengers, yes. Yes. But then, and then everyone's wanting to reboot everything. And that really hasn't proved to be successful. The Will and Grace reboot was really horrible that's just my opinion though it didn't it didn't live up for me it was less funny murphy brown reboot same thing now they're bringing fraser back thankfully they can't bring back golden girls because they're all you know in the afterlife now and it, and it would really it would pale in comparison i think we need to just pull from the box of ideas Nas said it best no ideas original there's nothing new under the sun you know, if I could do a show, I could do a show. And I would do a show in the style of my style. I'd have guests on. We'd go outside, take a walk. Talk about the steps on our watch. Talk about movies. Talk about music. It would be kind of lifestyle. I would love to have Chelsea Handler on because I absolutely love Chelsea Handler. And I always wanted to do something like she did, which was the round table. Where you all get together and you talk about the week. Um, and then even Ari Melber, Ari Melber of the beat. That's, oh my God. Even when I'm at work, I have to make time for that. So here we are. It's almost the end of the week. As always, unpleasant dreams.